Have you ever felt so exhausted and drained that you're left questioning if you're burning out? Hi, I'm Flick Taylor, and my passion for burnout and self-care came about when I became a mental health writer who'd lost her mental health to extreme burnout. I know, the irony is not lost on me. Join me as I host Everyday Burnout Conversations, the honest podcast that shares the stories of others from all walks of life as they recover from, manage and avoid burnout by prioritising their mental health and well-being. Expect to hear fascinating conversations, plus positive and actionable tips and tricks that can help you make the simple life changes your mental health will thank you for. Episodes will be delightfully wrapped up in some epic truths and great humour. So, enjoy! Thank you so much for joining me today and coming back to listen to another Everyday Burnout Conversation. I had a lot of fun recording this brilliant chat with today's guest. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Maddie Shine. Maddie is a coach who helps ambitious female entrepreneurs get more sales by increasing their visibility. And known as the SEO and Visibility Queen, she's helped hundreds of clients get to page one of Google as she teaches the no-fluff strategy that focus on business growth. Now, in 2020, she launched the High Viz podcast and used lockdown to help thousands of entrepreneurs with their with her group courses and her Visibility members community, which is currently open for enrolment. Based in London, Maddie is easily spotted by her ever-changing hair and large and colourful earrings. She looks mighty fabulous. Maddie enjoys entertaining and motivating people daily on Instagram. Oh, and here's a fun fact. Sandy Toxwick once called her a clever girl, something she cherishes daily. Too bloody right, Maddie. Now, whether you're listening to this relaxing with a cup of tea, perhaps you're on a walk, doing the dishes or, I don't know, waiting for a train... I really hope you enjoyed this conversation with Maddie as much as I did. Enjoy. Okay then, Maddie. Well, it's just so lovely to have you here today. And, you know, your Instagram posts, it's your stories that really I just adore because they're just so authentic and real and a real lift, you know? Like you always like, you know, you just present yourself here you are, what you see is what you get, but then here's some gold. I'm just going to pop this in here as well. And they're amazing. And so I'm really interested because you've mentioned on your Instagram that um, you've definitely had a brush with burnout. And um, I'd love to talk about that. So <laughs> what was your brush with burnout my darling <laughs> uh well thank you so much Flick it's wonderful to be here and to have this conversation I think that the more people who've had these kind of conversations the better um I am a big big fan like you say of being real I used to so shy away from that word authentic for so many years because it was very much oh, I'm authentic, but I also happen to be on a beach with a big hat. And I was like, oh, yeah, but is it relatable though? I don't feel like it is. And I was like, good for you if you're on a beach, but you know, my, my life doesn't look like that right now. It has done at certain points, but more on that in a bit. So basically I've had more than a brush with burnout. Okay. I have um, burned out for sure at several different points in my life. And each time, I basically have obviously I've had like the toolkit, if you like, mm. from whenever it happens, 
I'm like, oh, here we go. And then we sort of pull back. So earlier and earlier, I've been able to see the signs, put the solutions in place and uh, basically stop it happening. So, so essentially, the first brush I would say would be way back in 2010. I mean, I say way back, but it does kind of feel like two years ago, even though it was almost 12 years ago now, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, back in 2010, I, um, I had a day job. I had a marketing nine to five day job back in those days. And I was a proper London party girl. I absolutely just loved life. Uh, I, I was also massively in debt. Um, I was going out with someone who was traveling and they were having a whale of a time, but I was stuck in London. I was like, I don't really care that you're on a, you're on a one of the Himalayas right now. Like I, right now, I, um, you know, I had a family bereavement and I lost my job. Okay. And basically, yeah. And so I had to, because I was, because of the debt situation, I had to move out of my flat yep. uh, that I was sharing with a dear friend of mine. And essentially I just, I had no idea. Like, I was like, well, this is it. Like I'm, I'm only, I don't know, 25, 26 at the time. I was like, I'm exhausted. Like this isn't, something's got to give here. And people were making suggestions. And I was like, I'm not really hearing you. I'm not really like knowing what to do. So anyway, the boyfriend came back from traveling and I got a redundancy check. And I said, you know what? I don't know what else I'm going to do. I think I'm going to do what you just did. I think I'm going to go traveling because I, I never went traveling, you see. So I, you know, back in my gap year or anything like that, I never did that. And so I thought, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. So he went, oh, phew, because I was wondering how to tell you I'm going back. I was like, oh, phew, right. Okay, so we went traveling together. But, you know, and we went for six months to India. Wow. And it was amazing. I had been to India for a couple of weeks, of course, to see him the previous winter, but it was nothing like obviously actually living there. Mm. And it was amazing. I um, I hadn't realized just how burned out I was. I basically, this was before the smartphones, really. This was before any of that. And so it was great just to basically be on the beach most of the time, drinking cheap gin, um, you know, I was just like, this is, this is great. Um, but I also met a, a meditation teaching whilst I was in Goa. And then basically that really helped. So I started doing all these meditation workshops and I'd never really been into meditation before at all, but I really, really got into it. And so they have a center in Goa. So then I started going back for five years in a row. I did the whole winter in India thing. Wow. So yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It completely changed how I lived my life. Oh my and God. yeah. Yeah, it was, it was real. I just, I was like, this is, this is what I do now. This is brilliant. So I used to come back to London sometimes in between, and sometimes I would go somewhere else. So sometimes I went to Southeast Asia. Um, in that time, I also got married to that guy. And then I also got divorced. I mean, it all really like, it all happened in those five years. It really Major did. Lifestones, yeah. like, you know, yeah. milestones. Yeah. Exactly. But, but, you know, so like all this stuff was happening. And then also I was thinking, well, I really want to continue traveling. Like, how am I going to do this without burning out again? Because, you know, the side hustle game is real. And, you know, there were lots and lots of digital nomads out on the road as, as we met them. And it was, it was all very exciting. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. But then I actually started properly freelancing as a, as a copywriter, web designer, 
basically I'm self-taught and um, of course my marketing experience came in handy and all that kind of thing. So, so really that, that's kind of how it all started to happen. Um, but then I was living in, I was living in Devon. I was married. This is 2014 now. And I was married. I was living in Devon. We were living in, oh my goodness, this manor house belonged to the Duke and Duchess of Somerset. I mean, as you do, right? I know it's wild. And there were 10 bedrooms and a ballroom and a huge kitchen. I mean, it was just, I mean, this, yeah, this, this house was like in that sense, sensibility film with Emma Thompson and stuff like that, you know, so it was all very much, yeah, that kind of vibe. It was lovely. But I was like, this is, how have I got here? Like, this is, no, no, no. I need to go back to London. That's where my calling has always been. I love London. I'm from Devon, but yeah. Um, And uh, anyway, so I went back to London, was working there. And then I was doing the day job and doing my marketing freelancing in the evenings and weekends. And I was subletting a spare bedroom off a friend. And basically my diet was like crisp satsumas and red wine. Like it was just... Yeah, no, you know, diet, my love. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So then I realized like burnout, like I thought I had new burnout back in 2010, but burnout really hit me in 2014. And actually, I started to get panic attacks. And I had one so bad one day that um, I had to call an ambulance out because I was really worried that genuinely something was happening and I was on my own. So uh, I remember just sitting in Whips Cross A&E, just thinking, yeah, this isn't really what I want to want to be doing with my life. Like something's got to give. So I went back to India again for that winter. And I thought, right, out in India, I feel great. Back in London, I don't feel so great. But the answer isn't to stay in India. The answer is what's what's great about my life in India that I can carry on this kind of lifestyle choices back in England. And one of them was to get divorced. So that was great. That was immediately much less stressful because it wasn't it wasn't a great, wasn't the most empowering relationship to yeah. be in. Um, and the other thing was to give up my day job. And I never went back to, I touch wood, I haven't gone back to a day job since. So March 2015, it's surprising how much more energy you have when you don't have a lot of stress in your life. It's amazing. <laughs> it's huge. And just the fact that you said at the beginning, you didn't realise how burnt mm. out you were until you mm. stopped. And I can mm. definitely relate to that. Yeah. It's so true. You kind of, you know, said, oh, you know, I'm worn down. It's almost like you, you know, you bargain with yourself and you're telling yourself, oh, you're fine. You keep going, keep going. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. But because you because everyone else is. Yeah. Every, everyone else is keeping going. Why, why do you, why are you so special? Um, everyone else can cope. Why can't you? You're a failure. That's yes. the sort of what the inner voices tell you, right? And then, and then if you start to broach the subject with anyone, everyone else is like, "Oh, I thought everyone else was okay, and I thought I was shit." You know? Sorry for not swear. Oh no, 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 no! It's all good. It's all good. Okay. No, it's so true, Maddie. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I did. And mm-hmm. it's those moments, like you said, in Whips Cross, mm-hmm. where you're kind of like, "Oh, what's happening? Like, I'm too young mm-hmm. to have all these issues." And mm-hmm. like, I, I, you know. I was at the point when I was like to my doctor, hey, infected nail bed and heart attack. And she's like, no, love, <laughs> burnout, extreme. But it's it's crazy. People, you know, I'm sure you're the same when people say, you know, at what point did you realise you were burnt out? Week three of lying in bed crying. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 The, 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 the incredible amount of snot that comes out onto the duvet. It's quite, uh, it's quite, <laughs> 
It's quite a visual, isn't it? Sorry. But... You might wipe it with tissues or multi-user bags. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to do both. It's so true, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And I can only laugh about it now because, because I've been there so much. And then the thing is, so 2015, I was, I was, you know, putting everything into the business and everything was great. I was living at, I moved it back in with my parents who I hadn't lived for, you know, God knows how long, 15 years or so. And so then I skipped forward a couple of years and I moved to Bristol uh, for the summer. And I thought, right, this is it. I went to uni in Bristol. So I thought I've got my gang of friends and also I had a gang of friends from traveling. I thought, right here we are. This is, this is where I'm supposed to be. Cause I couldn't really see how I could afford to live in London on my own. That was what it was. So I moved into this beautiful community. Um, like my friends have got this huge self-build kind of complex in the center of Bristol. So I moved in there. It's absolutely amazing. And then I could really see very quickly, actually, this is not the place for me, but I didn't know what the solution was. And so all these things suddenly started to happen. I quadrupled the turnover in my business from the previous year. I had suddenly had a team of four people. Um, I um, oh, I became an auntie for the first time. Uh, adorable, my obsession, my niece Grace. Um, very, <laughs> I see her on Instagram. She's very cute. She's adorable. <laughs> as is her now baby sister Hannah, who's just born this year. Um, and then um, yeah, basically all these, and that was it. And then I got. Uh, I had had a car accident. Um, a lorry crashed into me on the motorway. And so my car was written off and all these things just all happened very, very quickly. And I was just like, oh my God, have I reached burnout again? Like this cannot be. Like I was basically overcommitting, people pleasing, putting everyone before myself. And I was like, I have no boundaries. Like where, where, what happened to the boundaries? They're like in thin air, you know, like. This is crazy, absolutely crazy. And I was like, it's because we have all been shown, particularly as women, particularly as English women, to put ourselves last because we should get our sense of well-being and peace from everybody else being at peace and being happy. But guess what? No one's ever happy at all the same time. It doesn't happen, unfortunately. Exactly. Exactly. It's exhausting. Oh, so, uh, so yeah. So basically, ever since then, I I think touch wood again, but I think I've been able to pull back if I even get anywhere near that close again. So I now have sort of like a list of things that I do um, that basically stop me from getting into such a such a bad place. Essentially, yeah. Amazing, and you share a lot of these strategies on your social media, but I think. Uh, fantastic and I'd love you to talk some more about those because honestly the one way you were like I don't I I delete the app at the weekend I was like huh <laughs> really that's cool like I just yeah. <laughs> simple things but mind blow so I'd love you to talk about those of matters. course of course I mean honestly I love talking about them so one of them is to delete my social media apps off my phone at the weekend um, and it's something, it's quite a recent thing. I, I sort of go through phases, but I once spoke to someone who I admire in my industry and she said, yeah, I never have emails on my phone. And I was like, oh my God, I hate checking emails on my phone. So now I don't have my work emails on my phone ever. I only have my personal emails. Um, so they're usually the shopping ones, let's face it. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very important to me now to have 
boundaries in place. And some people don't like it. And particularly because I host social media communities, you know, I host communities, they're on social media. I've got my own Facebook groups. No one's actually come out right and said, where are you? But I know that people are so used to everyone being available so much all the time that it can only start with me to put those boundaries in place. So even of an evening, I'll I'll be far less likely to respond on social media. I might address the, you know, answer the occasional Instagram DM, maybe. But honestly, like it's so why why are we just going along with it just because everyone else is, you know? Like if I miss out on an inquiry because I wasn't available on a Saturday night, they're not going to be my ideal client. That's just how it is, you know. No, it's uh, it's very important to me. So, so that's number one. So definitely setting the boundaries just with my time on my phone. Okay. Um, another one is to actually have a switch off time at the end of every day. So rather than just merging work into Netflix, into dinner, back to work, yes. into bed so easy to do I am still working on the screen time because I still would like to not watch Netflix right up until the point I go to sleep but that's a really good yeah but I I live on my own and it's my company what are you you trying to do take take it away from me you know like I sort of get a bit defensive so I'm just sort of relaxing with that a moment but definitely with the work stuff I now have like a little bit of a cushion so I don't just go from work to dinner now I just sort of have a work and then a bit of a potter and then make dinner you know so just even that alone is such a small little thing and yet we don't do it because we're like no 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 must be productive right up until the last moment you know and I think it's just it's just so important to me um because there's no there's no you know I I watch this um so I'm a big fan of Ruth Bader Ginsburg um rest in peace and there's a brilliant Oscar is either Oscar nominated or Oscar winning documentary about her that came out a couple of years ago and highly highly recommend it it's called rbg okay and basically um she was talking about how her husband used to come have to come down to her office and like physically remove her to stop her working and i was like well i don't have a partner like (laughs) who's gonna physically remove me and i thought oh yeah i'm a workaholic too and that's absolutely great but you know what? No, I I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I have a very strong work ethic. I always will do. I know that. But it's also up to me to be committed to my own self to yeah, and Yes. Yeah. Because even so, I even went and bubbled with my parents at the beginning of this year, you know, like from Christmas to the end of February. It was obviously like a really horrible lockdown, particularly Mm -hmm. that part. And uh, so it was great. So I went out and stayed with my parents for a couple of months out in Oxfordshire. And um, it was I mean, obviously, they they were sort of going, you know, do you want to come for dinner? And I was like, and I I could see myself kind of going back into that. Oh, no, I'm just working because I I almost wanted to prove to them, like, look how hard I work. And they were like, we can see you on social media, darling. We can see what you're doing. We can, you know, we know how hard you work. You don't have to prove anything. I still do that with my parents. I'm like, right. I'm only 44. Why am I still yes. like, you know what? I did really well with this. I'm like, what yeah. are you doing this for? <laughs> right? Yes. Right? And yes. I was like, I'm, 30, I'm 38, right? And I was like, at what point does this stop? Because mum and dad are very happy with me yeah. and, you know, my achievements. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I'm not 12 anymore. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, so yeah, so that so having those kind of boundaries on my time there as well has certainly started to help. Another one is actually from our very own Sally, um, so who I know you've had on this podcast, a very dear friend of mine. I'm, I should have worn the earrings today that um, she gave me. She gave me these massive heart earrings that says oh. my Oh, it's too cute. Um, she gave them me for she gave them to me for uh, Valentine's Day this year, actually. Oh, really... Sally! I know, I know. Uh, so yeah, just showing off, but just name dropping, don't mind me. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so basically, I had a consultation with her last year, to and she was showing me. She was like, "Maddie, you don't have enough pleasure in your life," and I was like, "Oh, hello." She goes, "No, not necessarily even a sexual pleasure, like." you know just like actual enjoyment and I was like oh my god you're so right so I have a golden uh drinks trolley called Penelope who Penelope. yeah Penelope Penelope and on on Penelope there are lots of fairy lights there are lots of sparkly things she's basically like the drinks trolley version of me like lots of sparkly oh, things very very colorful and lots of gin so basically I will have a gin and tonic of an evening um you know I'll light the candles I'll put the fairy lights on and it'll be sort of like my unwind you know and it's so so good so so good to do it and that reminds me after this I'll be going on to Etsy to buy some more candles but like it's yeah but it's so so good so things like that things like bubble bars I was like I can't have bubble bars what about the environment what about like come on Madeline one bubble bath it's going to be okay. Um, you know, so my friend bought me this bath shelf. You can put the glass of wine in there. You can prop your Kindle in there. And so, yeah, having a bubble bath with the candles around, it's great. I've been living in house shares for so many years. And of course, I never felt like I'd have a bath there. Yes. So, so true. now, yes, it's living it's on my own. Right. Have a bath when you're <laughs> in a house share, isn't it? And also you're like, who cleaned it last? Yeah, well, I don't. Yes. I don't want to have a bath and testicle tea. Thanks, no thanks. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. I know you're going to be listening to this. Um, so, <laughs> so another one is, of course, you know how I mentioned earlier the meditation workshops I used to do in Goa. So they have a lot of online stuff on YouTube. So I listen to those kind of meditation talks. I also listen to Alan Watts. I don't know whether you know him. Oh, he's brilliant. So he's he's no longer alive, hasn't been. I think he's been dead for about 40 years. I don't know what time is anymore. Um, but check him out. So what they've done is they've taken his talks. I think he did like back in the 70s, 60s and 70s. And they put it to kind of soothing music on YouTube. And it's extremely relaxing to listen to, I find. And also really kind of uplifting at the same time. It's just very insightful. I enjoy his talks a lot. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm going to check him out. Yeah, yeah. Alan Watts. And then also I'm really into ASMR. Do you know about this? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes. Really? Okay. This is your yeah. bite. This lights your fire. Yeah. I love ASMR so, so much. And I was, I, I came across, honestly, the internet is just everything. Last night though, I came across this ASMR. Normally it's just like, like uh, spa treatments or, you know, things like that. It's kind of pampering and I love all that. Um, but no, last night I found it was like this period drama ASMR, which I'd never even heard was a thing. I know, I know. So it's basically this woman, this French woman, and she's getting you ready for the ball. And she's using all this kind of like makeup, like from back then, but hundreds of years ago, and like make showing you how to make it and like going through all like the dresses. I mean, it's a whole thing. 
And I was like, and it's got like millions of hits. And I was like, what is this? Like, stop the internet. I want to get off, but also I love it. Like, yes, I really exactly. Like, hang on a minute, I am there. Yeah. Anyway, I fell asleep to it. Brilliant. So Lovely. Yeah. yeah. So like all these kinds of like proper, proper self-care, like I used to think was so indulgent, so self-indulgent. And uh, you know, it was like, oh, who are you to like require this amount of self require what am I some kind of I'm not an operating system I'm, I'm like fleshy you know yourself, like spending the money on a nice candle when yeah. you know I was always and I guess I'm traveling as well like you're always kind of budgeting you're like well why am I going to spend 20 quid when I can spend a quid like like and yeah. actually it's yeah. it's telling yourself that you don't deserve it it's putting that investment in yourself and and that pleasure absolutely absolutely I just bought some so I love makeup and I and I I love I love yeah I love the whole creativity vibe of it and um and I'm always like trying to hold back from buying more makeup because makeup is the thing that if I have to travel somewhere it comes with me uh whereas of course stuff from my home has to stay still right so I've still I've realized that I'm still in that kind of mentality of because I was traveling for so many years and I'm sort of nomadic and I didn't really have a fixed home for a while you know like it's all so I'm like okay do I actually need this makeup or will it you know like so I'm, I'm I'm getting a lot more clear with how I'm spending my money so candles for example was something I never would buy because they don't, you know you can't travel with candles you can't light them in most rentals and you know all this stuff and yeah uh, so do you see oh, what I mean so it's all sort of like lots of all these things that it's investing yourself but it's also I guess for the present moment mm. you know as opposed to kind of thinking Over there. ahead and yeah. yes exactly and yeah. even like going to Penelope and having your drink <laughs> it's the present moment it's okay you've done your work did a good job day's work you yeah. don't need to tell your parents anymore like I did <laughs> well I did really good I did it and you just sit and you get present and you have your drink and yeah oh, that's amazing yeah no it's it's important to me it's important yes. to me and it's something that I definitely learn a lot more and then also with all this solo time I no longer feel guilty about the solo time as well I used to be like oh I've got to fill it with being in contact with someone else or spending time with someone else I used to hate my own company hate it hate it hate it because I thought that being alone was bad because lonely is bad and you're a failure as a human and all this kind of stuff. Like nobody loves you. That's not true. None of that is true. That's just what people want you to think. It's why it's only 60 quid to get married and thousands of pounds to get divorced. It's like, you've got to be with someone. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, who are you? Right. So on uh, as part of that though, it's also kind of structuring my time a little bit better so that, when I do go and socialize or spend time with my family who I am very close to and you know all my dear friends particularly now that lockdown's easing uh, yes then it's sort of I like having the sense of occasion of it you know so I went out for dinner with my parents on Tuesday and I'm going out with a friend tonight and things like this and I was like two dinners out in one week who does she think she is and it's just like what no one's thinking that. Do you know what? I went to Nobu or as my mum calls it, Nobu. I don't know which one's correct. I saw the picture. I was like, oh, that looks lovely. <laughs> yeah, right. So last Thursday I went to Nobu 
And I was thinking, but it's not even anyone's birthday. And like, people will judge me if they found out I went to a super fancy restaurant for not even a good reason. And I thought, screw it. I look really nice in that jumpsuit. So I'm going to put that photo up as, so I do every Friday, I do a gratitude post on Instagram, which as you've seen, things on our Fridays. And so I, I posted that. Everyone just went absolutely mental over that photo. Good for you, they were saying. I was just like, what? This is completely the opposite. Yeah. What, so look what happens when I put myself first rather than last you know absolutely it's absolutely and and when we're on Instagram don't we love to see good things happening for good people like mm. it just lifts you up so to see things like that for your clients and your followers like absolutely yeah. they're going to cheerlead you because you look fabulous but you you're shining from within you're you're happy within and it kind of inspires other people to do the same as opposed to that whole kind of Instagram culture from a few years ago where it was all push and sell and pretend and you know yeah 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 very much into that very very much into the sharing more so I want people like there's no point in like there's no point in like kind of getting to the top of the mountain so to speak unless unless you genuinely are going to be there with some other people. Like, it's just like, come on, we can all do this together. Yes. And yes, you know, and I, and I don't, you know, some people are of the sort of mindset of I'll get to the top of the mountain, then I'll turn around and tell you how to climb up. And I, and I'm all respect to them, but I don't really want to do it like that. I want to do it like, let's all get to the top of the mountain together kind of thing. And that sounds a bit insta wankery ish I know, but. It's no. just so, I don't really know how else to say it without sounding like a motivational quote. Cause like, it's just completely my vibe, you know? Yeah. And I remember like back when I first got into like Instagram for work stuff, you know, a few years ago, I was like, oh God, you know, motivational quotes, Ugh, who do you think they are? I know that that person's only got three P in their bank account, you know, whatever. I didn't, I didn't know that, but these are the stories we tell ourselves about people who sometimes are doing all this kind of stuff. And I didn't want to get into that boat. So that's when I started to be a lot more transparent. And obviously it's had a, a great effect. Um, yes, I share my SEO tips because that is actually what I do for my living. Right. But it's all about like in, in that it's learning how to be more visible, learning how to show up as a woman, learning how to take up space, learning to not care quite so much about what people potentially are thinking about of you. Um, newsflash, I haven't been trolled in years. I have been trolled. But touch wood, I haven't been trolled in years. And I'd like to think that's because I sort of sweep up um, my followers into sort of a, a, a not a, even a positive thinking vibe, because that's not really realistic. It's sort of like a we haven't got space for that. Um, come and enjoy yourself or take Absolutely. your picture somewhere else kind of thing. Absolutely. Because I mm. know when I saw your um, Instagram post and I can't remember the date, but it was a obviously going back a few months ago and you were saying that like you know you've done like obviously the pandemic had happened and obviously no one is saying like this is a gift or you know we're not going down that but you'd said wow I've actually made some cash here like I've actually been and and it was just so lovely to see that because you know it gives you um hope and inspiration and it, it as again it's so good to see good things happen to good people and you kind of think okay well you know let's find the silver linings in this let's let's look let's try and um you know make things better let's try and yeah. find those you know inspiring things so I, I i can see why you haven't been trolled because you share that 
which inspires people. You also share the days when you're like, oh my God, I'm in bed. I'm worn out today. Here we are. Like, here's my hair. I don't care. Like, you're so real. So absolutely, I can see why I haven't been trolled. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, 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 it's nice to, so, honestly, I remember I was in the before times, as I call them, but basically just before we went into lockdown last March, 2020, I remember I was speaking at a conference and someone came up to me afterwards and said, Maddie, I just had to introduce myself. I've been following you for quite some time. Mm. And my favorite stories um, that you do are the ones where you haven't got any makeup on and your hair is everywhere. So not only does my drinks trolley have a name, but my hair also has a name. It's Gladys. So I don't know why I've got all old ladies in my life, but here we are. I love it. I love it. Um, Fabulous older ladies. I think I'm just aspiring to be one of the fabulous (laughs) older ladies. Um, so, so, so yeah, so basically this woman comes up and goes, I just love Gladys. I just love you and Gladys just like rocking out and, you know, you're just very, very real. And I said, well, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very glad that that's, you know, how you, uh, how, what, what you take away from it. I think that sometimes with, um, again, with Instagram, but indeed with anyone's business, whether it's, you know, you've come across them on Google or, or Facebook or things like this, then there is such a way of you must only appear polished. And when I speak to my clients and members, they're like, but Maddie, you do it. You're a, you're, a, you're like the exception to the rule. Everyone else, all the rest of us have to be polished. You don't have to be polished. And I said, why? Why, why is that? And it's because I said, the only reason you think that is because I do it. Yeah. So I just show up and sometimes it doesn't get very much engagement. Sometimes it does. And that's okay. So you, it's not. And the thing is, the reason if you don't have much engagement, it's not because you're bad at what you do. It's not because you're bad at creating. It's not because you're bad at hitting publish or anything. It's simply a learning experience. So you tweak it and try again next time. Mm. I remember, so I sometimes dance on my Instagram stories and I haven't been doing quite so much over lockdown because it didn't feel authentic. So I do it, you know, I used to do it daily, but anyway, we're getting back into it now. And it's always to music from, you know, uh, 20 years ago because uh, that's the music that I love yeah um, <laughs> late 90s R&B absolutely where it's at late 90s pop late 70s I also love I love the 70s basically anything like wedding disco that, yeah. that's my vibe right wedding disco music absolutely brilliant <laughs> and so so I danced that and honestly I just like go oh, my you know when I first started doing that I was like oh my god I'm absolutely everyone's just gonna be like unfollow unfollow people absolutely love it because I lip sync and then people send in song requests people just like all kind of go oh oh, I only follow you for the dancing great good yes good good follow me for the dancing and then tell your friends about the rest fine (laughs) no problem (laughs) you're putting good out into the world good out into the world and I think the karma fair is I think it it comes back to you you know yes yes Yes, I think I think so I think you're right I think yeah. you're right. I think, I think, you know, all those kinds of quotes that we all like, again, going back to the motivational quotes, be the change you want to see in the world. I can't remember who said that. I am sorry, but I do think that there's quite a lot of truth to that. When you are thinking about what, you know, you can't really complain if you're not willing to do something about something, right? Yeah. So, it, but that's like with anything. 
So, for example, I was on a client call the other day and they said, oh, Maddie, your foundation, what foundation are you wearing? And I said, I told them. And they said, oh, it just looks really, really good. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm really trying to buy more vegan makeup recently. So it's the vegan. And they said, oh, are you vegan? I said, no. They said, oh, that's why you buy vegan makeup. And I said, because it's not a binary thing. Yeah. Not a binary thing. I'm trying to make lots of little changes in my life. So all my cleaning products, for example, are all eco. And my makeup is increasingly vegan, cruelty-free, you know, all that kind of stuff. I'm trying to buy from more zero-waste shops, you know, that that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, buying soy candles rather than the other candles because they're better for the environment. All this, it all adds up in my book. It does. It does. But it, but, and, and that's also what I'm trying to sort of sweep people up in as well. Not so everyone will suddenly start going out and buy eco-cleaner, but the point of it is, like, people think there's, like, this all-or-nothing attitude, so again, going back to the burnout, it's like, oh, I'm not burnt out enough to say something, or I'm not tired enough to go and have a nap, or I'm not hungry enough to go and have a snack. And it's like, when is that enough? Who decided that level? Why are we waiting to hit rock bottom to do something? Yeah. Yes. Because guess what? There's always going to be a rock bottom and it's going to be different every time you feel it. Trust me. Like, yes. you know? It's so true. It's so true. Absolutely. These little changes, they all add up to the environment. Little changes all add up to keeping us prioritizing our health and staying healthy. And because it's only when you lose your health that you realize like how much you take it for granted. Like, oh my goodness, when it's gone, like, you know, nothing is working or functioning for you yeah exactly like my whole body would shut down back when I was going through it and that's not fun because like it feels like you know you can't really like taste nice things and you can't really like enjoy them because your body's rejecting everything and and your skin's bad and your hair's all weird like every part of you is like and then of course your self-confidence has completely gone out of the window yeah uh, right and so again it kind of like that's why I like to talk talk about it in what I do in what I you know for want of a better word sell because mm. basically it's I see it as so inextricably linked yes. how we feel about ourselves how we put ourselves out there you know is so closely tied with running our own businesses because is, absolutely you know. and I think this is what I love about your work because I think there's you know you help kind of a lot of female entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. and we know we we tread those paths like we know how you just put your heart and soul into it and you just go 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 and you know it's so exciting but there comes a point where you just go unless you're taking care of yourself you, it's not sustainable and mm-hmm. I love what you do for for other women out there I mean yes it's it's your job but it's so much more than that Maddie it really is it's it's a, it's a movement I think thank you very and much you have your community don't you your visibility yeah. yay my visibility yay community yes so yeah. so basically people pay a monthly fee uh, to come and learn about different visibility topics so I talk about different SEO things like what on earth Google Analytics is how to update your website uh, I talk about how what to say on your website, but also I talk about different topics like 
for example, we just had an amazing guest expert in to talk about courage and visibility and the patriarchy. And I was like, oh, yeah, (laughs) this is it. This is it. This is it. Unpack that one. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because we have been taught as women to take up as little space as possible, to stay quiet, to not show up. So it's very, very linked to the whole visibility game. And so, you know, yes, okay, run your own business if you must, but be quiet about it, won't you? Don't be full of yourself. What? You know, what else are we going to be full of? What else are we going to be full of apart from ourselves? I think that it's also true, you know, you can't pour... Like what was I think it was you and Sally were talking about the other day about the pouring from the empty cup thing. Why are we waiting until it's empty? Why are and we waiting? So you can't pour from an empty cocktail shaker. Yes, I did. I did say that. I did say that <laughs> way in script post. I was like, we're gonna put a muddy shine vibe on this. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> I think it's I think it's really I think it's also really important that in all of this, in all these big conversations. I love having them, but also I love also adding the lighthearted vibe. That does not mean it's to be taken less seriously. And I think for a long time, I was struggling with even taking myself seriously because I was like, I want to have fun. I like optimism. I like, you know, people used to say, are you like a Disney character? I'm like, no, I'm not. But here's my whole thing. Right. And so for a while there, I did come across some resistance, particularly in the early days where people were like, almost treating me like this kind of social butterfly type person and therefore not to be you know sort of flitting around and not be taken seriously and I was like that's not you know that's definitely not what's happening you know it's um (laughs) what was it a client of mine said to me the other day uh I'm like an espresso martini so (laughs) (laughs) you know I was like yes I can't drink espresso martinis but yes (laughs) (laughs) So I think, but you know, like it, it that's what all ties in together. So yeah, so I have just over a hundred members in my in my community, female in my visibility, female, all female creative entrepreneurs, all running their own businesses. And it's absolutely wonderful. So we have the tra- live trainings, we have uh, lots of downloads and resources and all that kind of stuff. We also have live Q&A calls with me. So we had them all on Zoom and it's it's super fun. I absolutely love it. It's a great community. Everyone, I just love seeing what everyone's achieving and what they're getting up to, and you know whether it's big things that are happening for them or you know just simply continuing to show up and getting in the sales. You know, I just think that yeah, that it's, again, it's not binary. The success is is not you're not successful or you're not successful. Yeah. Um, you know absolutely. I think that's really important as absolutely. well absolutely and I bet you have inspired a lot of those women those members to you know you're taking away kind of that extra legwork so mm. you know they're able to then put that time into themselves so they can keep you know yeah I'd like to think so so they can yeah. crack on with mum life and all all the other stuff oh. that they're doing in their lives rather than spending time googling how to be more productive you know I <laughs> I think that it's it's very interesting sort of just reflecting on, I literally just posted a reel about it before we recorded this, about how many times have you Googled how to be more productive and actually all you needed to do was take a rest, right? Even, it's just, even if it's just a sit down, even if it's just a sit down, like it doesn't just have to be... staring out of the window, like 10 minutes of quiet and staring out the window at a tree 
Honestly, that's been a game changer for me. Who would have thought? <laughs> was I in the past would have been like, go, 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 go. Always. Oh. I, I hear you completely. So um, back to the meditation workshops, I also go to them in Sweden uh, in, in normal times. Yeah, they have a centre in Sweden as well. It's beautiful. And it's it's surrounded by nature. It's surrounded by f- trees and fields and lakes. It's amazing, right? Absolute paradise. But the thing is, I resisted going. I was like, no, I, I go to the Goa centre. I don't go to the Sweden centre. And my friends who go to both would be like, Maddie, you're really going to like the Sweden centre if you if you did want to go. And I'm like, no, it's not really for me. I mean, what's there? A bunch of trees? Come on. What <laughs> are trees? And then, and then I started going. I was like, oh, my God, I actually feel like I'm in a movie. Like, this is the most beautiful place and then do you know what I did my dance videos on Instagram from the forest there I did them from the lake I did you know and it all it was just great it was absolutely great can't wait to go back when we're allowed I Um, know I bet you count down the days for that (laughs) yes wait yeah it won't be this year but maybe next year oh lovely so is there anything in particular that you tell your members clients in regard you must have people ask you or or you can tell you can see oh you're you're dancing with burnout (laughs) yeah boundaries Boundaries. they're like oh but I need to do all this before it's a bit like I call it like the wiggle before the loo so you know when you're like I'll just send 10 emails (laughs) before before I go to the loo (laughs) so and but people have that approach with their to-do list so particularly if they're like I've got so much to do and I'll just you know do the wiggle and then you're like but you're not this isn't your best self mm-hmm. and it's okay not to be your best self but recognize that first go and have a cup of tea and then just do one thing on your to-do list get rather than I must do all 10 and then go over that 10 and think about 10 more otherwise I haven't achieved anything today so that's sort of that's where I tend to recommend people start if they're sort of going oh yeah that if this resonates with you <laughs> then definitely try that t- tip for sure but also the, the things that I've been starting to do so dedicating more time to yourself and people are like I can't do that you know because I'm I'm not a mother I appreciate that I live on my own so I haven't got anyone to sort of like you know consider in the home however I also feel like with that comes the pressure to go out and be doing things. I was going to say, yes, absolutely, Maddie. Absolutely. Yes. Mm. Just because there aren't little bodies in your home doesn't Mm. mean you're going out. Absolutely. Exactly. So like for a while, I would do the daily walk, you know, the government prescribed daily walk. And I did that for months. And then I was like, do you know what? It's pissing down with rain. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to put on some Netflix. And that's okay. And guess what? I put on some weight and that's okay too. I bought some new clothes in a bigger size. It wasn't the end of the world. You and your white jeans. I've got blue jeans, bigger size. I, I don't think the world stopped spinning on its axis, darling, did it? Like, and our jeans don't cut off our circulation. It's all yes. good. I was like, I was like, I could actually have some potatoes for dinner <laughs> without feeling like I, I am literally cutting off the circulation to my legs. Yeah, and I'm not going to have those genes keep calling me and reminding me of what I used to be. Whatever, I'll get back to that. But like, we've come through a lot. This is what we. This is where we are right now. 
yeah. is the present moment with Penelope. Like, yeah. It, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love it, Maddie. I <laughs> You're doing incredible things. You really are. And I just, uh, you know, even if for the people who aren't members of your community, your followers, the message you're putting out there, it's just so lovely. It really oh, is. Yeah. Thank so, you. So, so needed. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. And your wisdom. You know, <laughs> more of that out there. We really oh. do. Because I, again, I believe a lot of women don't even realise in their brushing with burnout. No, they don't. They oh, really, really don't. Because we've both and, been there. Yeah. 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 So I, I do hope that if you are feeling, you know, like I, I would feel it like sort of like aches in my body or like just like a really bad stomach or just not really enjoying your food. Don't dismiss that. Please don't dismiss that because, you know, that does need to be addressed and not at the bottom of the list, not after five loads of laundry, not after making dinner for everybody, not after you publish 10 more blog posts, not after all of that. Now, otherwise, otherwise, who's otherwise, say, for example, you uh, you want to publish 10 more blog posts before you start taking care of yourself, as an example. Mm. if it's what if those blog posts got loads of clicks and then got loads of inquiries and bookings how are you going to fulfill those if you're not feeling good how are you going to show up for those people if you're not feeling good like it's not it's not sustainable you published 10 blog posts but now you're lying in bed feeling really unwell exactly you're not not going to be able to follow up i loved how um this week you said um because i'm a big fan of your podcast (laughs) I love it. It's brilliant. I listen <laughs> to it you. on my walks. It's fantastic. And I'd urge anyone to have a little listen, especially like small business owners. But you said this week, there's no podcast this week because life. And you're the second <laughs> person I saw that day who said, okay, guys, no podcast this week because life. Yeah. Amazing. It's yeah. it's putting ourselves first. It's, it's not being married to these, you know, tight restrictions that just you know, break us down, wear us down eventually. Yeah, I, I, I really like to use the word permission a lot. Yeah. Permission to not be your best self, permission to post average content, permission to go off and do something else. You don't have to, like there's no boss who's going to mark you down on your next performance review if you haven't published a podcast. Yes. And then because of that freedom I gave myself, just that small permission space, I just just before I did this chat with you, I recorded my next podcast episode for next week. So I sent it off to my editor. She's going to. And so great. Yeah, because I didn't I wasn't using the energy of the guilt and the shame of not showing up for myself as a as a reason to continue not to show up, because that's also what I see. I get into a bit of a spin about and I see a lot of other people do that. They're like, oh, so then the guilt sort of stays, keeps them quiet, keeps them down. And again, thanks to the patriarchy, that is that is the reality of it. I think you're absolutely right. It's the permission, you know, and uh, it's just showing up to ourselves for the present moment, doing what we can and what's right for us. And that's going to be the long road. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And continuing to remind ourselves that it's okay. It's It's absolutely okay. I mean, I think it was. I think it was Tamu Thomas a few years ago 
either in one of her newsletters or on her social media. And she said, there's no point in being self-employed freelancer, owning your small business, if you're actually going to be that tyrant boss to yourself. Ooh, I like that. Because (laughs) I'm the worst boss to myself. Like, Yeah, I thought that was really good. It's it's so true. It's so true. Completely true. Completely. And yet we do because that's how we've been taught. Oh. We had we had the teachers bearing down on us, yeah. making us practice for exams that actually yes. turns out didn't matter. No one's ever asked me what I did for A-levels <laughs> in a job world. Oh. Um, and uh, no, one, no one's ever asked to see my degree certificate. Okay, <laughs> no one's ever asked what you got. No, no. Yeah. Um, and then that's the thing. That's why a lot of people, again, in, in my sort of world, I see this happening a lot. People are accumulating the knowledge on how to do something without actually doing it because they're they're like they're they're cramming for, for an exam that they're not taking. The exam is hitting publish. The exam yes. is showing up. The, yes. You know, like that's you yes. know, and there's no way to say, oh yeah, well done, you got an A star for that. You know? Yes, exactly. And I go as far. I mean, I, I've got two kids, uh, two boys, fourteen and twelve. So I talk to them a lot about you know, where you fit in in the world and whatever. And, you know, I would go as far as to say it's how you make other people feel. It's how you lift them up. You know, don't worry about these little tiny results. I mean, I'm sure, Maddie, there are so many women who follow you on Instagram that you don't even know, you know, are not part of your community who don't necessarily, you know, connect with you and DM you, but you are changing their perspective and approach to life like I've gone goosebumpy you know how it's we know that it's the people who it's the tip of the iceberg and those people that you're really kind of changing and helping yeah well I call them I call them the lurkers and the stalkers and I I love to sort of say give your lurkers something to do so like this is why I often say save this post whenever I say save this post at the top and the bottom of my Instagram posts People go nuts. They're like, absolutely, I can do that. You know, like anything, anything else. Oh, gosh, like, yes. Yeah. It's really good. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. No, I say it's it's great. I, I love it. And but if you give people something to do, if you tell them what to do, click on this, do this, people will much more likely to do it. People are much more, more sorry, people are much more likely to do it yes. than if you didn't say that. You know, like huh. show people what you do, tell them about what you sell. You know, it's Maddie, I'm just thinking I've done that. Like you've gone say and I've saved them. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, you know what you're talking about, don't you? <laughs> I'm glad. Otherwise, few. Uh- <laughs> oh, fantastic. This has been incredible. I could spend all day talking to you. And yeah. um, what I have been doing is at the end of the conversations I have with my guests, I've been asking them like light-hearted, kind of quick fire question if you're up for it do (laughs) you for it okay everyone answers differently and I love that okay so on your dodgy tough days do you opt for lemon in water or lemon in gin I think we both know that it's lemon in gin (laughs) okay do you move your body or move the remote move your body okay yeah get rid of that stress yeah. And then move them about. Yes, and then remove them. Do both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, bag of almonds or bag of Maltesers? 
Oh, uh, neither bag of salt and vinegar crisps or onion rings, even though they make me feel dreadful afterwards. I love the taste of them. <laughs> oh, do you still put them on your fingers like a kid? Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then you're like orange dust, <laughs> like some kind of drug addict. I remember, I remember when I was in, I went to New York many, many years ago and went out drinking and I woke up the next day and I had bright orange fingers. And I was like, <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> And it was because I'd eaten all these crisps. (laughs) I can remember years ago, um, I went with my best friend, Jane. We went to see Blondie at Shepherd's Bush. Okay, I was so excited. And uh, we, I mean, we had quite a lot to drink. We had the best (laughs) bloody time. We got on the tube. We were eating our Watsits. And we were going back home. And I took loads of photos. And the next day, I was like, oh, my God, like, literally, Jane and I just had orange teeth all the way through. I was like, what happened there? I was like, that's amazing. Oh, my God. Happy, happy memories. Happy memories. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay, so onion rings off the fingers perfect. Um, Ask for help or happy to hermit. Ooh, now, isn't this a good one? I am now quite happy to hermit but then my family whatsapp chat so so sweet so I will now ask for help in there and good for you it's hard yeah usually well thing is it's because we feel like we are looking to be rescued and we're not and that's you know I don't like feeling vulnerable no one does so by reaching out there usually I get some FaceTime with my niece or something and uh you know who can have a tough day after a three-year-old tells you you're the best person in the world? <laughs> like it's so true. It's so true. Exactly. Oh, little scrummy thing. Cutie. Yes. Okay. Lastly, what is the one self-care thing you're going to do today that your future self is going to thank you for? Ooh, um, probably, <laughs> probably actually do a decent food shop rather than just pop to the corner shop to buy rubbish food. Oh, I've got to do one of those on Monday. <laughs> Oh, I keep putting it off. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I think I think actually like go and, and probably have something to eat before I go. Otherwise, I'll just buy junk. The onion yeah. rings will go in before the pineapple. <laughs> like, oh, they're only a pound. It's fine. They're only a pound. <laughs> I love two. Yeah. It's so true. Isn't it? Oh, Maddie, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. I think. Um, I think what you've shared today a lot is going to resonate with women and certainly uh, small business owners and, you know, those freelancers like me who, you know, we tend to have some overworking and overachieving tendencies. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for your wisdom. (laughs) Uh, It's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much, Flick. Oh, thank you for your time. And I will put in the show notes where everyone can find you and all your details and also on my website. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Everyday Burnout Conversations. Please check the show notes for any links to items discussed today. And the original music and sound editing is by Chris Taylor. If you've enjoyed this podcast and have a spare few minutes, then it would be absolutely amazing if you could leave me a happy starry rating and review. It really does help this podcast reach a little further. And I just love it to land in the lap of those who, like me, last year are perhaps feeling isolated and lonely in their burnout struggle. 
Please note, this podcast is not intended as medical advice. Remember, you matter. So don't hesitate to reach out to your doctor or mental health professional for support if you're having a rough time. Wishing you a great week and take good care of yourself. Bye for now.